Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? Welcome to the Chris Clark Podcast Show. Listen, we have a awesome show for you guys uh, today, this week. Um, this show is, is phenomenal. We are talking about are men needed in the house, especially in today's generation? Are men needed in the house? Um, you know, we hear a lot of talk about, um, you know, independent women. Um, you know, they holding it down, holding their own, holding down the kids. Um, you know, even in some relationships, the win- women make it more, uh, than the men. Um, so, uh, we're asking the question, are men needed in the house? I have two special guests, two, uh, good friends of mine. One I've, one I've known for a long time. The other one I've known for even a longer time. Um, we just real excited. Uh, before we, before we get into it, uh, we do want you guys to follow me on my social media platform. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Chris Clark Comedy, um, Twitter and Snapchat at Comic Chris Clark. And also, uh, I'm on the new, uh, social app Clubhouse. Uh, you can follow me on there at Comic Chris Clark. Um, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Chris Clark, uh, entertain. Um, and if you forget all that, just go to my website, uh, Chris Clark Comedy. I got the links to all my social media handles on there. So go to my website, sign up for the newsletter and, uh, stay connected. Um, this show, this show is, um, brought to you by Chris Clark Entertainment. That's right. Our motto is to educate, inspire and entertain through the arts. So for plays, comedy shows, skits, dinner theaters, and virtual shows, contact CCE at ChrisClarkProductions.com. All right. Like I said, we are talking about the topic today. Um, are men needed in the house? Um, I want to introduce my guest. Uh, first, we have Mr. Blair Jackson. Uh, he's a man of God, husband of four and a half years, a father of three. He's a singer, songwriter, and an actor. Uh, he's the head of his church's youth ministry and is associated with uh, Asteroid Music Productions. And then we have Mr. Everett Branch. He's the owner and founder of the of a life uh, adversary company called Peace to the Puzzle. He's a husband of 13 years, father of four boys, a licensed minister of the gospel, and a member of Spirit of Faith Christian Center under the leadership of Pastor Mike Freeman. And one of his favorite slogans is... I hope this peace gives you peace. Y'all put your hands together for my guests, uh, Mr. Blair Jackson and Everett Branch. Give it up for them, y'all. Right. Welcome, welcome, fellas. Welcome, 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 welcome. What's going on, y'all? What's up, man? What's up? What's up? That's good. Blair, how you been, brother? How you been? You know, you know, I'm, I'm yet holding on. I see. Home, but I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I see you got the biker's beanie on today. <laughs> With a Harley at. <laughs> hey, man, look, it's out, it's out back, man. It's out back. Uh, I got you. I got every, what's going on, bro? What's going on? How you feel, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm Bless, great. man. Yeah. How the family? Yes. Doing good. Doing good, man. Good, man. I uh, see you doing your thing, too, man. Yeah, 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 definitely, man. Keep it holy in the hood. Yeah, keep it holy in the hood. Either way, I'm laying hands. <laughs> so, fellas, listen, um, I'm excited to have y'all on the show today. Um, you know, we're just going to talk about this hot topic. I've seen it on, on social media, on different social media platforms. Um, I've seen different videos. Um, 
what people are discussing are men needed in the house. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we got, uh, women, uh, which is nothing wrong who, who, who are making more than their men. Um, you know, they're, they're the, uh, breadwinners mm-hmm. or they're the sole providers of the house. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're doing their job, taking care of the kids, taking care of the home. And, you know, the, the question flares up, um, are men needed in the house? Um, especially in today's generation. So I want to ask you, um, Blair, I'll start with you. Are men, are men, uh, needed in today's generation's household? Um, let me get your answer on that. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. I really believe that. Uh, we are in a generation where uh, fathers are definitely needed to be in their children's life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was more importantly black fathers, me being one myself, especially whatever that's been going on in the world. Yeah. Uh, this past year alone, um, it's just been it's, it's been ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and I believe that the fathers not being able to. If, if a father wasn't in the home, I don't believe that a mother really would be able to explain and the pain behind birth, of course, you know what I mean? Like, she feels mm-hmm. pain for losing a son, but I feel like the pain that a black man, what he goes through, mm-hmm. I don't believe that could really be pushed out from a mother. I mean, she can definitely let them know what she saw or what she's uh possibly been in a situation with another brand that was happening or something that was going on but i don't believe that she would really be able to exemplify what really is going on in this world today mm-hmm. if it wasn't for having that father or that fatherly male figure in the house mm-hmm. uh, and that's just in, and that's just in my opinion like i said taking nothing from it because you can come from a man who was raised by a single mother. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So, but I just believe that there were those critical moments and there comes a critical time in a, a, a son and a daughter's life where they really need their father. So mm, mm. That's my take on that. Nice. Ever, what's your take on it? Are, are men needed in the house, uh, especially in today's generation? Uh, what's your answer and why? Definitely. I uh, think the father is, is very much needed in the house um, based upon what a father does to the house, what a father brings to the house. You can see a house. You can actually look at a house and can tell if a father's not there. Mm. Then you look at another house and you can tell a father's in there. Uh, for the simple fact that we bring order, um, there's a reason why our voices are deep. Mm-hmm. I think it's designed that way for a reason. Um, and this generation, I, I think a lot of people are becoming more of like, since it is the way it is, we good. I got to deal with it. Trying to look at it on a, on a, you know, the bright side of things, I guess, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, t- it doesn't, uh, it doesn't mean that it should be that way. Right. I was also raised up as a single, you know, my mom was sing- a single mother raising me. And my father actually died when I was 10. So mm-hmm. look, being a father of four and then looking at, I can actually look at my life and see, man, how things would be if I actually had that father in the household. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's, I think it's a huge key 
Um, they, they bring affirmation. They bring order. They bring discipline. Um, and they, they actually bring more of a, the other side of, of a vision. I, and I agree with Blair wholeheartedly for mm-hmm. the of fact only a father can explain certain things. Like mm-hmm. you, you know, a mother or woman can say certain things. And that's fine to the point of their effort, but the perspective of actually living mm-hmm. as a father no one can explain it but the one that actually experienced it on a daily. So, yeah, I, I believe very, very much the father needing a home more now than ever. Yeah, um, I definitely agree. I didn't, I didn't know you, you both were, uh, raised by single women. I, I'm, I'm, I'm also a single woman, <laughs> single woman, uh, household too. That's crazy. Wow. Um, um, so, so I guess us three can, are, are, are testaments that you, you can come out okay. <laughs> oh, right. um, yeah but I, I definitely um i i agree with both of you because i feel like um you know even looking in my household um you know i have two boys and a daughter and it's just um i want to be that example especially for my daughter to see how a man is supposed to treat his woman um right. you know what what to look in in a man a husband um and also just show my boys um you know what um what a man's supposed to do like you guys say um how to how to respond how to respond to certain situations how to handle situations um how to walk how to talk um and that's mm-hmm. something that's something a woman cannot teach you know i don't care how how manly she look <laughs> or act <laughs> um you know she's not a man and she can't she 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 can't um teach a woman can't teach a, a boy how to be a man um you know my mom tried um, and even it got to a point where she knew she couldn't. Um, and I had uncles, um, you know, my father, he was in and out, um, uh, of our lives growing up. We didn't see him a lot, but you know, we did, we knew who he was. Um, so, so yeah, you know, my mom, she always taught me how to treat a woman. Um, she taught, she taught me how, um, how she wanted to be treated or how I should treat a woman when I get a wife or a girlfriend, this is how you should treat them. Um, you know, so that, that is what, you know, a woman, um, you know, taught me, um, but, but to actually, you know, go know what's going on in these streets, especially like, like Blair said, as a black man, um, right. you know, <laughs> especially nowadays, you know, it's like we getting shot every other day. Um, you know, but now, you know, it's being filmed. I think Will Smith said that he said, it's been going on. It's just being filmed now. You know what I mean? So, you know, we got the, the weight uh, uh, of the world and also, um, um, you know, the, the weight of a household, which actually brings me to my next question. I'm a, I'm a, um, do you feel what's going on in the world? Everett, I'll start with you. Do you feel what's going on in the world to us as black men affects us in our houses? Yeah, in two ways. And, you know, I can say good and bad. For instance, um, let's start with the bad so I can end on a good note, right? Mm. <laughs> so, I, I think. Yeah, hit, hit us hard I, and then pamper us. Right, right, right. <laughs> then, I think as far as the black man go, I believe there's been like a uh, exposure of a, of 
of a weakness. Mm. Not saying we weak. Not not saying that that we are like um, not enough. Right. But to realize a situation you're in, and to know far as where you at financially, far as where you at mentally, far mm. as what mistakes you did, like you you might have acted a certain way before, but now you seeing things are opening up of exposure. You, you're you're you probably going on of an apologetic type of way, like man, all that I did and whatever the case may be. So I think there's a there was a there was a smack <laughs> in the face of where you are where you are personally, mm-hmm. right? And on the flip side, it was a it was a wake up mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. on the same same thing. It was a wake up till till. You have to do this. You have to do that. Um, this world, I think, exposed a lot of things that people thought they were complaining about, and it's not a complaint. Mm. This is something that was real, right? Right. And and to the point where it's ha- it, you cannot ignore it. Mm-hmm. And now we're in a position of confidence where. We could say things and not apologize or pull back. It's like before you had to kind of watch what you say. And yeah. it's, it's not me, but this generally speaking, but now, unapologetically now like, black. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boom. I'm just going to say it. I got right. something to say and I got, I, I'm going to say it. Boom. This is how you want to take it. And I'm not going to apologize for it. Right. Yeah. And I, and I, 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 I definitely agree with you that because I feel like especially, um, I think that's mainly happening because we're tired. You know what I mean? Mm, we're we're, we're, Yo, we're yeah. tired. Um, and, and mm, once you perfect. get, once you get tired of something, you, you, you don't, you don't, not necessarily don't care. You just, you know, you get fed up and you just like, look, it is what it is. Like y'all, y'all need to hear me out. Um, right. you know, I'm, I'm frustrated. Um, you know, especially us black men, we, we, we have a tendency not to share feelings. You know what I mean? So we don't like, we don't like to talk. Um, you know, we might, um, we might share with, with, um, with brothers, um, us as brothers, but you know, we'll crack jokes and we'll walk away. You know what I mean? Right. Um, things like that. But, um, you know, I feel like, especially like back in the civil rights movement, um, you know, it was a lot of black men on the line. There's a lot uh, on the line and, and they marched, especially with Dr. King and, you know, you had, you had, um, Malcolm X, the nation of Islam and, and things like that, which was, um, mm-hmm. the violent and nonviolent type thing. And, you know, the nation Islam, they were more violent because they was fed up. The, you know, the, the white man, the white devil, yeah, um, right. you had, right. you had Dr. King preaching nonviolent, nonviolent. And, you know, we, we shall overcome and hope and we got to drive love out, hate out with love and all that. Right. And, now, um, this generation, I think it's more like, man, forget all that, that love stuff. Like, right. we ain't our ancestors, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're ready to throw hey, these man. hands now. Come on now. Like, um, cause it, it, I, I, I personally, I'm, I'm gonna let you get to the question, but I personally, I get upset, um, you know, watching this stuff and, and I, sometimes I don't watch it cause I, I I don't want to lose that energy I have. I might be happy for the day. There's certain movies I won't even watch because of I know what the story right. is and I'm just tired right. of being upset. I'm tired of looking at this, even though I know what's going on in the world. Um, I'm raising two, two black kids, two black boys. 
um, a black, right. a black woman, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, I, I see the police brutality and I'm just like, God, you know, you, you need to protect me because you know my temper. <laughs> right. like, you know, I, I right. get pulled over by the cop and I'm just like, you know what? I'd rather have a ticket than get shot. So, you know, whatever lie you're going to make up, mm-hmm. just, just right. go ahead and give it to me. You know, I, I'd rather, you know, not be shot or be a hashtag and right. I just, I just pay this ticket. So, but, um, right. but Blair, let's, 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 let's get your, um, answer on this. Um, do you feel what's going on in the world to us black men affects us in the house? I don't think I could have said it better than ever, man. Yeah. He's a philosopher. It, the, the, he, he hit the nail on the head, man. It's, it's so crazy how we can go from one extreme to the other. Mm. And it happens so fast. Cause right. I feel like, I feel like the the switch was literally flipped, literally flipped right when Trayvon Martin and all that stuff kicked off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you saw a white man get away for killing a black man, and there was absolutely no reason behind him getting killed. Then yeah. you got, I can name all names, yeah. but I, yeah, it, my it, thing is, it, it did flip with Trayvon, but not to cut mm-hmm. you off, but it flipped with Trayvon, but um, like I said earlier, I think we got tired with George Floyd. Yep. With George yeah, Floyd. Yeah, right. George Floyd. Exactly. George Floyd was exactly. like, all right, enough is enough. Trayvon, yep. yeah, Trayvon um, Martin, like, like it, it, it lit the fuel, it, it lit was, the fire. It lit the fuel. Like, it, it <laughs> yeah. it, I, I feel like it, it turned it on and that being heightened everybody's awareness, but like enough was enough when it happened to George Floyd. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To actually see something happening to that man. And you see him around struggling. He's telling you he can't breathe. Mm-hmm. Get your knee off my neck. He's laying on the ground. You got three other guys holding him down. There's nothing this man can yeah. do that's going to stop you. Yet and still, he lost his life. Yeah, He called for his so, mom, too. It, exactly. And his mom was so, dead. His mom is, is, it, is deceased. His mom passed. <laughs> she's deceased, right? Yeah. So when you think about it and you, and you try to bring it on, how does that affect the home? It's like, like you said, do I want to be a hag or do I want to just take this ticket? You, mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? We, t- we teach, we want to teach our children to speak their minds, to right. not sit on something when something is right. You know what I mean? To be able to speak up when something is going against them and it's unlawful or it's unruly or it doesn't feel like it's supposed to happen. But nowadays, we get into a situation, if it wasn't for the new cell technology these days, being able to record and capture certain things, mm-hmm. we would be in a world of mess. Yeah. Because we would never know what's going on when, uh, like I said, if our children are in and they leave in this house. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, like I said, if it wasn't for the pandemic, everything that was going on, and I was, if I would, were to be leaving my house every day, I feel like my wife probably would be praying from the time I left to the time I got home and she wouldn't let my son go. You know what I'm saying? And it's just only on the strength of you never know what's going to happen. And, and the crazy, the crazy thing that happened one time, and I'm, I I live out here in, in, in Deptford, New Jersey, and I'm literally probably about five minutes from the police department. Not even like I could literally go out my house, make two turns and I'm at the police department. I'm coming down the block one day, and this is not too long uh, after uh, Ma Aubrey. Not too long after that. And I mm-hmm. want to say it probably was like a week after he was killed. 
and you know everything was going down. I'm coming down the street and I'm literally coming across there's a Walmart, it's an intersection, and I'm literally riding past the police department. As I ride past the police department, a cop pulls out and he's coming out of the police department's parking lot and he pulls out onto the street. Now mind you, this cop, I don't know who this cop is, black, white, and different, but I'm under the I'm under the impression now that every cop that get behind me is white. I, I, I it just got to that point <laughs> yeah. that I'm feeling that way. Nine right? times out you of ten, nine times out of ten, yeah. it, is. it is. You know, but uh, so I'm riding, and this cop pulls out behind me. Now, mind you, I know a cop pulls out, but the crazy thing is this cop did not turn his lights on. And when I'm not talking about the red blues, I'm talking his headlights. Mm. He followed me. Literally, I want to say for my time, my total entire time home, he followed behind me with no lights on. Wow. Now, you tell me wow. how you would have reacted to that. There was a couple things that came across my mind, right? I had to, and, and the crazy part is that I had to really, I had to think about, I had to think about my, um, I had to think about me being, a father and wanting to come home to my kids and everything but mm-hmm. you tell me like one of the things I wanted to do was pull over the car but if I pull the car over this cop stops me and I gotta sit there and I gotta think about exactly um, what what am I gonna say why am I pulling over you know what I'm saying um, and it, it was just a, a, a lot of emotion that went on me but all I know is that I pulled over, I pulled when I got to the house, I pulled into my parking lot, I mean, my driveway, and the cop just kept going. But mm. it, it was just the fact of, like, first off, why you follow me like a regular cop? Because if that was the case, I would have just acknowledged the fact, okay, a cop is behind me. Do what you got to do. I wasn't speeding. I wasn't doing nothing out of the ordinary. But it's just the fact that I had to, you know what I mean? Like, that fear that came yeah. across me. You so know so how did that make you feel once you got home? Like how your reaction to, to your family? Because I know um, a lot of times men, we can't, the man can't express himself in the streets. So when he come home, sometimes he takes his frustration out on his family. Um, mm-hmm. So, so with, with all that happened to, to you, how how did that make you feel when you got home? Like how what was your your attitude like? Your your uh demeanor? It was it was crazy, man. It was just like like I told you the emotion that that was come over me is like yeah. something that I couldn't I couldn't shake. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I sat down, I talked to my wife about it and it was just like, yo, imagine what would have happened had I reacted the other like what if I would have pulled the car over? Like what would have happened? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's that's why it just I don't know, man. It, you hug hug your kids a little bit tighter. Hug my son even tighter. You know what I'm saying? My son is only two years old, so it's just like that emotion and knowing that there's nothing guaranteed when you walk out this house nowadays or even getting pulled over by the cops for people who are supposed to be serving and protecting us. You can't even guarantee that that's going to go the way it's supposed to go. It's it's scary now, man. It's, um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's scary. Like 
like you shouldn't be trembling or um that, in some cases yeah. people people crying <laughs> when they get pulled over by the cops and the cop like hey, what you crying for like i don't want to die like, oh. you know what i mean so like i mean what i do what i do i as soon as i get pulled over I I automatically take my license and registration insurance card out before he even walk to the car. So when he get there here, I mean, whatever excuse, because it's your word against mine. You know <laughs> what I mean? So whatever lie you going to make up, because um, I, right. I done got stopped so many times. I think a couple of times it would have got ugly if my wife went in the car. I remember one in particular time, um, uh, ever, I know you probably noticed, uh, off of 55, um, exit, exit 45, like going in, uh, going from Glassboro, that exit yep. 45. Um, yep. me and my wife was coming home from a Sixers game, seeing LeBron when he was on the cast, Sixers game. And you know, right before when you get off that exit, it's a stop sign. And then, you know, you make that right and it's a light right there. I yep. pulled off and you know, it's lit. It's not even a quarter mile. Like <laughs> if you walk, it's probably like a minute. Right. Um, Soon as I pulled off, he uh he pulled me over. Said I was speeding. <laughs> I ain't dude, I ain't even I didn't even get to the light. I was halfway to the light. I pulled off. I pulled off and all you heard rip, rip, rip. and I'm like, what the heck did I do? I'm thinking maybe he was on fifty five with me and he maybe he oh he followed me for eight miles because you know how they lie. Oh, I followed you for eight miles. You you speeding back eight miles back. Why you ain't stopped me eight miles ago? Um, wow. but yeah, he said I was, right. yo, I was heated. My wife was like, she grabbed my hand, was like, just calm down. And then the whole thing, the thing was, and I told her, I said, he seen a black man in a nice car and he didn't think I had registration. All my paperwork was good. I had no points. I had no, um, no, um, uh, whatever them things called, um, anything, uh, points on my license or nothing like that. Um, like no warrants. warrants. Yeah. Warrants. I had no warrants. My records clean and everything. And he let me off with a warning. Talking about slow down. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I, I slow. You want me to go? You want me to walk? You want me to get out and walk and push the car? So yes, yeah, it, man, I got a story for days. I got a story for days, bro. <laughs> One 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 thing yo oh, that's that's crazy about it is like like I got one story but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and move on but like <laughs> what's crazy about it is like they ask that question is this your vehicle things like that and it's like mm-hmm. it, the one thing I realized yo and this is what I don't I don't know if people understand like the black person is traumatized yes for for you to pull up behind me and I clinch yeah. like when I pull over I literally roll all my windows down I don't care how hot or how cold it is mm-hmm. I roll all my windows down front and back hands on I, same thing I, yeah. I pull up my lights and all that good stuff right there where I ain't gotta reach it even when he come I let him know what I'm doing like alright yeah. I'm about to get my license yep. to me it, it reminds me of a, a woman a woman that's home and where her abusive husband come home Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah, she's yeah. home, she's cool, but as soon as he rolls in a driveway, she clenches and looks to see if everything's perfect. Yeah. Like she, you're not even free no more. So it's like when he not, get behind you, don't be wrong. Like I walk by faith and not by sight. Period. Yeah. 
but at the same time, being raised up as a young man, I was um, I was I was pushed to the wall when I was younger, fifteen years old, by a police officer. Again, when I was seventeen years old, I had my, you know I had his his knee was on my neck before, mm-hmm. and I was like I was like sixteen. This was this was in Millville. Wow. And then like, but for you to for you to clinch or for you to worry or for you to feel any type of negative emotion. That's trauma, yo. Like you're traumatized. It is traumatizing. And I think it goes way back and even kind to, uh, tying in to our, our, um, our topic here. Um, I feel like, um, they're trying to take the black man out the house. Um, and that goes back to slavery. Oh, man. Where they sold, you know, they sold away the, the black man and, and took him away from his wife and kids. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it got, um, maybe the early 1900s. Um, you know, the black family was strong, strong in the, in the early, in the early 1900s and, and even during civil rights, you know, it, it was strong. And then it was a good place. Yeah. It was a, bad, it was a nice place. Yeah. And then, right. you know, and then you, you got, you, you got to the point where, you know, they, they start taking jobs. They start. They start locking us up. They, they, they put crack and cocaine into the, uh, <laughs> into the, uh, neighborhoods, um, um, in the eighties and, and, and the black man became a drug dealer, you know, cause it was fast money. Now all the black men going to jail, you know, now, um, um, now the black men, a lot of black men are, are, are turning gay. <laughs> you know, they, they're, they're putting that in, in, in the system. So it's, it's, um, yeah, it's right. all about taking the black man out of the house and, um, and they're brainwashing, um, our women and, 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 and anybody listening, I'm, is, there's, I'm not saying that, um, Y'all need us, you know what I mean? Cause, you know, a woman can be independent. They can't do their own thing, but it's nothing stronger than a husband and wife household. Right. Nothing, nothing is stronger than that. Bringing up your family. Um, Blair, I got two brothers on here who, who, um, all their kids are by the same woman. <laughs> right. Um, you know, including myself. Um, and they're married to their kids' mom too, so it ain't just it ain't just my story. It's every story is Blair's story. Um, even though our mm-hmm. kids are our different ages, um, you know it's still our story. I think ever been married thirteen years. Uh, Blair's been married uh going on five years. I've been married for twelve years. Um, so, um, and and, and we're sitting here telling you that you know, we are needed in this house, and men are needed mm-hmm. in this house, but the society and the world is telling us we're not. They're trying to make because they know what would happen. Um, like Everett said earlier, you can tell the difference of when a father's in the house and when a father is not in the house and the world sees that. So they want the father out the house. That's why they're messing with us out in the street. So when we come home, we can, we can, uh, not have time for our kids or abuse our, our women, uh, take our frustration out on our family or stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that's that's what's going on. Y'all, y'all want to say anything else on that question before I move on? No, I'm good. Nah, y'all I'm good. good. Yeah, this getting you know, good, I, I man. Mean, it's getting good. I'm over here containing myself. I know, man. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. This is my show. We we can go as long as we want, brother. Say what you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. Um, Blair, I'll start with you this time. Uh, do you think men are loved for who they are or for what they can do? Now let me let me tell you where I got that. <laughs> let me 
Let me tell you where I got this from. I was actually watching the uh, Chris Rock special, and he said this, and it kind of like I'm like, oh, that's hot. I like I like how he said it. Um, he was talking about um, uh, he you know he said in joking way he was like men. He said men they, uh, they don't really care about us. They just care about what we can do. They judge us about what we can do and not who we are. You know what I mean? Um. You know, they, they, they just want us to, to pay the bills or, or, or fix, fix the sink or, or something like that. Um, but once, but once we can't provide, we're useless. You know what I mean? So that's where the question came up. Um, you know, are we actually love for who we are? You know, for our personality, our looks or whatever, or we're just love for what we can provide, what we, what we can do for the family. Man, I believe that shit can go a couple of ways. Why are you whispering, brother? Your wife next to you. <laughs> <laughs> Blair got real low. <laughs> he got real low. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, um, I, I just want to say that. Uh... Because where I'm at. I'm, I'm, nah, I'm, I'm messing with you, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, <laughs> no, but, uh, but I believe that can go a couple of ways because I believe that um, but can y- y'all can hear me, all right? Yeah, we we can hear you. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I believe that it can go a couple of ways because I believe that women probably fall in love for what a man can do. You know what I mean? And mm. I think that kind of increases um who they are. And and I can kind of elaborate on that because I believe it is true for a woman to love him just for who he is. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. in a relationship, you ain't doing nothing in a relationship when you first start courting your woman. You know what I mean? I believe that the opening the car doors and, you know, the the taking them out, paying for the dinners and doing the doing the small things, you know, that they you know, that they like us to do or that, you know, I believe that men should do for their woman that they love or that they really want to be with. Um but I believe that women are look at men to figure out what can you add to my life. I already know you, you know, sex is one thing. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. But I can get that from anybody. You know what I'm saying? What kind of value are you adding to life? Mm-hmm. And I believe that's usually where, you know what I mean? If kids ain't already happened, uh, quote by accident, but before they decide to give a man a child or decide to really want to go through a holy ceremony with that man, I believe that what they can do and what they, the value that they bring, I believe that that kind of and the whole in itself gives it the reason you mean or what's the word i'm looking for um performance well not necessarily performance but i feel like i feel like what they can do kind of and it it gives them that that edge to figure out like yo I really want to spend the rest of my life with this man. Be think about it. Women, when they're growing up, they're thinking about the the wedding. They're thinking about, oh my God, those the children. Because women are natural nurturers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when they look at a man, they're trying to figure out like who it is, or naturally they try to net, uh, they try to model their husband after what their father did for them, or mm-hmm. how their father was to them. So it's just like. And I really believe that what they can do weighs heavily 
on how they love you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and then, like I said, and I'm not saying that in a bad way because I believe that a man should be bringing something to the table just as much as a woman should also come to the table and not expect everything from a man. But that's just how I feel about it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Everett, mm-hmm. Everett, do you do you feel men are love uh, for who they are or for what they can do? For what they can do. <laughs> like, like. Go ahead, brother. Mean, don't don't hold back. Don't hold back. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'm, and I'm talking about every aspect. Yeah, I, I can guarantee. If I ask you how y'all got y'all woman, it was based upon what you could do. Like, yeah. like you know. Or, I don't know, Christians are saying back in the day, you, you was doing something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Blair, Blair didn't know that. He had to tell him, man. <laughs> Blair, Blair ain't know I was in the R&B group by myself now. He ain't oh, know. Man. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to leave the nickname. Nah, you good. You <laughs> so, I, I believe it's off what you can do. I think they grow to know who you are, but yeah, exactly. it's what you can do. Like, yeah. you know, if you look at any... Um, that's the first when when a when a when a when a woman checks a dude out. Even when he steps up to her, she looking at his gear, mm-hmm. sneakers, car, car. That's what you like. If you don't have this, what what they say? What can you do for me? Yeah. So exactly. That's what is. That's what it's all boiled down to. And and I'm and I'm talking about every aspect. As far as money. Far as taking her out somewhere, far as experience, far as sex, yeah. Because there, you know, I don't, you know, I, I know, um, it was, I know a, a couple, a couple couples, couple couples, a few couples <laughs> that actually broke up for the of of what he could do in the bed. Like, if mm. you can't perform in a way of giving me an a, a experience, like if you look at women, this one, oh, I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> oh man. No. They want you. To, they want you to fall out for them. That's what they yeah. want. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, if you ain't if you ain't working in the bedroom, you got to go. That must have been the only thing he was good at at the time. <laughs> yeah, like you get what I'm saying? Because yeah. after a while, that gets that gets it gets you old. Know, you need some new it gets tricks, old. <laughs> right? You got to do yeah. some, you know. But um, at the end of the day, they looking at what you can do, yeah. you know, and um, what type of job you got. Mm-hmm. What's your plans? What you plan on doing? Because I really believe, like, you could love you could love a woman, and the way they design, they're designed to just automatically support a good dude. Like, it's in yeah. generally speaking, right? We, we know we got these type of other women out here and all that yeah, stuff, yeah. but <laughs> generally speaking, a woman just responds. You, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I yeah. just keep it straightforward. They they love you for what you can do. Yeah, yeah. And I and sometimes you know we might get lucky. They might they might like us for who we are. <laughs> they might like us right. for who we are, you know, and what we that can comes. do. But um, yeah, I think because I think um, I think Blair touched on a little bit. You know, women grow up um, thinking about the wedding and and right. you know the house, the you know the kids and all that. So um, you know, they're looking for who can provide me with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why you get all these, um, what they call them, gold diggers that go after the, the ball players. It's sure like, yeah, mm-hmm. I know he might be cheating, mm-hmm. but I'll be financially stable. And, and then when they get with him, they're, they're trying to get pregnant because, all right, if our relationship wow. don't work out, I can still get paid and not work for child support. 
Um, that, that, man, I don't know how y'all feel about it, but that irks me to the bone. Me and my wife actually had a conversation with, about this, um, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about, um, 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 what's the, what's the alimony? We was talking about alimony and I said, I don't think nobody should get alimony. I said, if, if they're an able body person, um, granted, if, 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 if you, um, if me and you grew together and, um, we built this multi-million dollar company, you know, you was with me, you didn't work. Yeah. You, sh- you should get your, you know, your right. cut, right. but mm-hmm. that's it. I shouldn't have to pay you, uh, um, an allowance. That's exactly what it is. An allowance every month, um, until you decide you wanted to, you want to get married again. Cause I think that's where alimony stopped when they get married to somebody else. Um, I, I was like, I, that, that don't sit well with me. And, it, and it's not just a man thing too. It's a woman thing because, um, Mary J. Blige, I know her ex, she got to pay her ex-husband alimony. And I'm like, how, how are you as a man? <laughs> um, that's that weakness. That's yeah, that weakness. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, yeah. you taking money from a, a woman that works hard for her money and you are hmm. an able-bodied man and you don't want to work no more. Cause you know, he, he not going to get married again. He's going to play around. You know, exactly. and, and, and she got to pay him for the rest of their lives. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, I, I said, uh, yeah, I like, I really got an issue with that. But, um, you know, to go back on our topic, um, you know, what we was talking about is definitely, you know, what we can do, like ever said sexually, um, you know, cause a lot, but I think, I think it's more financially than sexually because a lot of people will, a lot of women will deal with a man who can't perform oh, in yeah. bed, but oh, if yeah, he got yeah. that dough, um, yeah. you know, we good to go. You know what I mean? Um, but if, if you ain't got that dough and you can't perform in the bed, then, <laughs> uh, yeah, you got to go. I, 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 yo, I agree. Yo, I, I'm, I'm a hundred percent on that. It's yeah. one or the other. It literally is one or the other because if you can't provide, what are you good for? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, cause I feel like if you can't provide, but you bring in something, but you lay in that pipe. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, cause uh, yeah, it'll stay quiet yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> for a little. Yeah, bit. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And you know what the, the thing is, and that's what men do. Say they if they if, if generally speaking, I gotta keep saying that word. Generally, speaking, <laughs> call them out. If, if, right. If, <laughs> if the woman's upset, like most most men will like go into the bedroom, do your thing. She ain't she ain't, she ain't yelling no more. Mm-hmm. Even if she's yelling about something legit, yeah. so but right, you know, going back to yeah, it's about what you can do. Yeah, it's, it's definitely about what you can do. And women, y'all need to stop. You know, we want to be loved for who we are. Y'all want us to love y'all for who y'all is. Love us for who we is because sometimes we might get down on our love. We might need that encouragement. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you know, and, and we need that helpmate. We need that that person that's gonna pick us up. Not as soon yeah, as like we, do you like soon me? as we fall. Like, yeah. Like, you with me, but Cause, yo, yeah. I mean, cause I, I, like I do a joke and, um, you know, it's so funny because a lot of people are like, yo, so true. I'm like, um, I do a joke called like versus love. I said, um, I talk about my wife. I said, my wife, she don't like me. I said, but she, I said, she loves me, but she don't like me. Then I go into how, you know, um, I, you can, uh, remember back in the day when y'all was in the like phase and, you can call your woman up any time of the night. She gonna pick up on the first ring. She, you can call it three o'clock in the morning. She gonna pick up. 
I said, then when she fall in love, I like, you call her 8.30 at night, you know, she catching the attitude, like, what you want? Like, you know, but she loved you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and uh, you know, the crowd, they be laughing, but like, yo, that's mad true. I'm like, yeah. That's I said, <laughs> I said, yo, you don't fall out of, you don't fall out of love. Once you love somebody, you always have love for them. I say, I said, people break up because they stop liking each other. <laughs> I said, they stop liking each other. You know what I mean? I said, once that like is gone, I said, you know, all the thrill is going like, ah, oh, man, I don't like, you know, I said, cause you can always love people and not deal with them. Like I have, yep. I have loved ones and friends. I love to death, but I don't like them. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. They, their whole aura just throws me off or, or makes my, my vibe unbalanced and I got to stay away from them. So I have to love them right. from a distance. You know what I mean? Right. So I still have love for them. I just don't like them. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, uh, let's go to the next question. Um, why do this is this is a good one, uh, Everett? I'll start with you. Why do society feel like men can't take care of children? Wait, wait. This is the part I was like, <laughs> when you say take care, are you are you are you refer, what are you refer like as far like? as um? All right, I break it down to you like this. Um, you you and your wife get a divorce. Um, yeah. 99% of the time, she's going to get the kids. Right. You okay. know what I mean? So, so why okay. do you feel like, um, the women always get the kids over the men? One thing I like, okay. To the nurturing part of a woman, like there's some things that a woman mm-hmm. is going to be detailed to <laughs> that a man is not going to be detailed to. <laughs> like, I'm laughing because I'm thinking like an example, yo. Like, I, I can I can give you an example. I'm gonna I'm tell you what, my kids will never go to the doctor if it was up to me. <laughs> they wouldn't even know who a doctor is because dad ain't taking you no. Ah, oh, nah, go lay down somewhere. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> they want to know who a doctor is, a dentist is. I'm like, look, thank God for your mom, cause she'd be like, yeah, I gotta make the kids a doctor. Boy, I'm looking at her like, what? Oh yeah, all right, yeah, you go ahead and do that. <laughs> doctor, who that? No, I ain't, I ain't seen a doctor in ten years. <laughs> That's cause I had to, I had to get a physical for a job. That was it. <laughs> Yo, that's no, so funny, man, I'm gonna sleep it off. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> No. Even yeah. go ahead. Go no, I'm about to say you really got me thinking about the last time I went to the bruh, <laughs> bruh. Like yo, when they say men take care of their cars better than their bodies, it is true. I'll be out Man. there tuning up. I wipe. I wipe. Oh, I, I call. I got a white truck. I call her Betty White. I said I, I wipe her down. I, I, I shine the tires. Bruh, I ain't been to the doctor. Like, I ain't been to the doctor in years. They be like, who's your primary care? I don't know. Pick one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Give me one. <laughs> Yo. Oh I don't know who no doctor. Yo, I know my kid's doctor. I know my wife doctor. Like, who your doctor? I ain't got one. Like, nah, I'm going I'm to sleep it all. Go get me some Advil and a bottle of water and I'm going to go to sleep. Yo, that's, 
Like I'm there, but I'm, but like, I'm not there. <laughs> I'll be sometimes in my phone, like the doctor. Yo, yeah. <laughs> ever the doctor be like, Dad, Dad, did you hear that? I'm like, Oh yeah, um. <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to get my wife on the phone. You can tell her. <laughs> Let me call my wife. You tell her on the phone because she's good with this stuff. Like, I don't know I don't know what these big words is, bro. Yo, bro. That sounds like me to the That's 100. That yo, I don't. But, yo, I had my, my daughter. Uh, I hope she'll hear this. But I had to. My wife had to work, and I had to take my daughter because you know when she first started going through womanhood. Yeah. And the doctor talking to me, I'm like, yo, I don't want to hear that. Like, nah, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, oh, you got. Let me let me call her mom, and I'm gonna step out. You can talk to her. And like, nah, this ain't this ain't dad. This ain't dad thing. I ain't know we was doing this. I thought she was getting a shot. I didn't know we was gonna talk about this type of stuff. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not comfortable wow. with this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my kids, I'm so, telling you, my kids would not see no doctor, dentist. Why, yo? They that's wouldn't eat. Why. I don't think I gotta say no more. Cause like, even if they're hungry, like, I'm going to get my favorite line, whenever, they, look, whenever my wife takes it to the doctor, they come back, I just be like, what they say? Uh, like, and you gotta say it like you concerned. I'm really not concerned. I don't care. <laughs> hey, 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 so, what they, so they say? She be telling me what oh, the doctor man. said. I, really gotta right. figure out what, like, I gotta remember what they said. Oh, they said, um, he alright. He just, yeah, uh, he alright. Flat footed. He flat footed. <laughs> <laughs> he a little overweight. He alright though. He, he, just, right, though. he just gotta drink he some more I milk. Some more bread or something. <laughs> oh, man. But that's why, yeah, like, women are more nurtured. They're more detailed. They're more into the whole, when it comes every to little kid. thing but, that. Cause far as the far as growing up, yeah, I think at a certain at a certain age, they should transition yeah. to dad. Yeah, and like because it, 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 like, yeah, yeah. some things after you get the nurturing part, you, like even now, like yeah, I do my kids like my youngest is twelve, so I do more now mm. because I feel like her part is over. Like yeah. we both there, so when yeah. you talk about separating, you know, far as you know, why men for that reason, I think yeah. men should be able to take care of the child, putting in care at a, after certain, a age. certain age. Yeah, right. yeah, it's, right. it's, it's, yeah. I, I go, agree go ahead, that. Blair. No, I say yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with Everett on that. You know what I mean? I believe that the woman, the mother, is more nurturing, and she's going to, like you said, like you said, do certain things that we just won't do or should I say that we will just fall short on mm-hmm. um, not intentionally it's just because we don't give the care that it requires um and not saying that we, and it's not saying that we can't learn either but it's right. just that in that essence of that moment that's something that they do naturally um I believe uh again agreeing with Everett that later on in life uh as like the teenage years you know what I mean? When I'm experiencing certain things, I believe that's where the male voice is going to start becoming a little more prominent. You know what I mean? We instill it discipline-wise as they grow up, but it becomes a little bit more prominent in life because longer, like later on, because it's just that now they're learning things. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, 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 especially like sons. If we have a son, like I have a son, like he wants to start to learn how to do things at like that 
10, 11, 12 age. You know what I mean? To be able to start doing things like start him out like, yo, take that shot. Here's how you pull the trash to the curb. All right, you know what I mean? Here's a rig. You're going to learn how to do these leaves. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'll be doing the boat work at that point, but at the same time, you're going to learn so that as you get older, this is going to become your job. Same thing with women. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to make sure that my daughters know how to change their own. They're going to know how to change their own breaks. Right. Because those, those are necessity in knowing how to keep your car on the road when you're when nobody's around so you're going to know how to change a tire you know what i'm saying these are the things that women and they won't teach their they that, that's something that they won't teach again not and in, not intentionally won't teach but it's just something that they won't think to do they'll say call triple a or call the roadside assistance i need to make sure that my children are equipped with certain things that they should know um, when it comes to life, you know what I mean? Yeah. And handling the things around house, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. those are the things I think, like I said, those later years is where I feel like, I feel like we become more important, especially the, like our sons, because ain't no woman going to be able to tell uh, how a man is at a certain age or why we feel a certain way, or, you know what I'm saying? I believe that that's our job to do that. And at, daughters get older, they really start to cling to their fathers a lot more. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I really believe that we need to be able to have those conversations when they come to me. Why is he doing stuff like this? We need to be able to explain, hey, baby, you know, that's just how I'm up. You know what I mean? (laughs) And break it down to him, you know. But I just believe that that's where we kind of strut our stuff in the later years. You know what I mean? You know, if a divorce was to happen in the, in the age of one to like six, yeah, we in trouble. <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel like, I feel like, um, you know, with, with both of you answers that, that shows the need of men in the household because we bring balance. Um, because I feel like even though, yeah, at a certain age, they might need us more, but it's kind of hard to not 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 control but to 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 get to them at a certain age cuz they feel like oh you wasn't there in my earlier years now you trying to show up now you trying to right. be a dad um right. so that's why i feel like it needs to be throughout the whole life even though we're not needed as much in the early stages but just your presence mm-hmm. just to show you you're there you care or whatever here and there um, it, it, it kind of brings balance. So when that time comes where I need to teach you certain life lessons, you know, mm-hmm. you're able to listen, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, right. so that, that balance is, is, is really needed. Um, you know, cause my, my oldest son, he's 10, he's 12. Uh, he'd be 13 this year. And, you know, he, 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 he follows my footsteps. Everything dad does, he do. The way dad talk, he talk. Now he, he trying to be a clown, you know, I'm like, all right, son, it's a, it's an art to comedy, you know, you, you, you being borderline disrespectful now, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's, um, he's soaking up everything. That's why I always got to watch what I do, what I say, how I react to certain situations, because I want him to see that you don't have to always, um, be violent, um, when it comes to, to, uh, 
you know, handling things, um, then, you know, you know, sometimes you got to protect yourself. Um, right. you know, I remember, you know, I always teach, I always teach my kids, um, you know, don't, don't fight, don't start the fight, but finish it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't be nobody's punk. Um, you know, um, you know, but always protect yourself. And he got a, he got in a fight in school. Um, and, and, um, he beat the brakes off the boy, but the little boy, and I know my son, that's the thing, um, where you have to be consistent in your kid's life because you, you, you have to know them. And if I didn't know him the way I know him, I'd have been all up on him. So when the school called and I went up there, had a, a meeting with the, the principal, I was on chill because I already knew this kid had to really do something to my son for my son to hook right. off on him. Cause he's not right. like that. He's, yeah, he's I mean. not a starter. Um, you know, he's not an instigator. He's, he's not, he's not rough around the edges like that. So, and then that's what it came down to. The little boy kept messing with him, kept egging on. And, you know, he, he hit him, he hit him with, uh, I think he said a trapper keeper or something. And my son, oh, my son went to work. <laughs> uh, gave the little boy a concussion, you know, uh, <laughs> it was like the, the principal, uh, the sister principal took me to the side. He was like, yeah, he beat the brakes off that little boy. <laughs> I was like, I said, I said, yo, I'm not even mad at him. You know, he, he did what I told him. Right. He was like, yeah, but he ain't had to beat him like that. I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, but I, I defended my son. I was able to defend my son, you know, right. um, mm -hmm. saying that, you know, he was crying because his thing was he was going to, he was going to get in trouble by mom and dad. So when I picked him up, I was like, nah, you did what I told you to do. You defended yourself. You cool. This, just exactly. look at this as a three day vacation. Like you going to be, yep. you going to be, um, home chilling, playing your video games, you know, do your schoolwork that your teacher sent home. You good. You ain't in trouble. You, you ain't, ain't on trouble. punishment. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, um, you know, I, like I said, I say all that to say you got to know your kids to, um, yep. so, so being in their life consistently. Um, especially like y'all said, when they get to a certain age where they need you more than ever, when they start mm -hmm. to become a man, um, you, you'll be able to, to um, they'll be able to accept your advice. Right. Um, uh, even, even more, um, moving on to the next question. Um, how is today's generation of men different from the OGs, the, 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 the men of yesteryear? Like, are we getting softer? Oh, <laughs> now I say that, I, 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 yeah, I, I'm saying, do we get softer? But I, I do want to say this before y'all answer. Um, um, I'm, I'm very happy and proud of today's generation of men. I, I will say that because, mm -hmm. um, you know, going every man ever went to uh gold town school, Fairfield, Fairfield township school. um, and growing up when they had stuff, a lot of our fathers wasn't there. It's either our mothers or, you know, like our grandparents, aunt and uncles, whatever, but our fathers wasn't there. Like I can't even think of anything my father ever came to. Um, I think he came to like one baseball game I had and that was it. But um, you know, my kids go to the same school and when they have stuff, like it's actually more dads than moms. And yeah. a lot of them are not even together. Yeah. Not even together. Um, mm. but you see, you see the fathers, you see, or you see mm -hmm. the uncles, the grandfathers, you see them, you, sh they showing up. Um, like, I don't know what switch it was, but man, it's, it's a beautiful thing, man. And, um, but 
um, just to get back to our question, um, uh, Blair, I'll start with you. Um, today's generation of men, how are they different from the OGs? I mean, are we getting softer? <laughs> are we getting, are we getting more sensitive? Cause, uh, uh, you know what? You know what? <laughs> is that why we in our kids' life like that? We getting sensitive? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it to you like this. I don't, I don't believe we're getting sensitive. I just believe we're getting creative. Mm. Um, what I mean by that is, is that we had to back off because of dices. You know what I'm mm. saying? Nowadays, you can't beat to ch- you can't beat your children because you know they go to school <laughs> and all of a sudden they say those words out their mouth. You got people knocking at your door. You know what I'm saying? I mean, not knowing that makes it worse for the child, but at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, it's just that we can't do what used to happen back in the day. Like what they used to do to me. I used to get punished by having to stand up in a T position with my arms out like this and have textbooks in my hand. Bro, me too. I had to, yo, I had to stand <laughs> Every, uh, uh, Mr. Devano class. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I was doing, I was doing wall, yeah, literally, <laughs> yo, I was doing wall sits mm. when I was like seven, eight years old. You know mm. what I'm saying? So yeah. I've always been athletic. <laughs> But my thing is, is that's, that why, nowadays, that's why you got them strong legs. <laughs> for real, for real. Boy, like, that boy nowadays, kicked like a horse. <laughs> but but no, but nowadays we can't do none of those things because they look at it as child abuse. Yeah. And it's so hard because so it's just like we find creative ways, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. technology being what it is. Oh, let me take your cell phone. Let me take. Let me take this. You know what I'm saying? It's just like we we got to get more creative because I feel like the world is so advanced now. There really isn't anything that we can take away from children that breaks them away. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's I, I don't even want like I said I, I don't want to say we got solved. It's just that like the world changed and it kind of put a halt to the way we really discipline our children. Now, mind you, that don't really from beating your kids, but it's just the way you beat your kids. You know what I mean? Instead of going to grab a belt, you just hitting a hand, you got to hit them with your own bruise, and the bruise is show. You know what I'm saying? But that's why why you got to get them when they can't talk. (laughs) (laughs) Because when when they talk, all you do is got to look at them, they stop. See, I, 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 I need to teach a class on that, yo. Like, that, that, that's that, why you got me in their lives the whole time. Look, bam. Man, my, oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> There's levels to this, man. <laughs> yo, my, yo, my kids know as soon as they say something, I look. Bruh, yeah. And they know. Cause it's, it's like that. It's they like know. that. Like my wife, in my house, I say my wife set the, set the rules and I'm the enforcer. You know what I mean? Yep. Like she, she yep. wants certain things done. And I make sure they get done. I'm gonna force them. Like, like even, like they test my wife before they test me. They won't, but they really don't even test me. But they test her, and my wife would be like, "I tell you, Dad, they straighten up." You know That's what it. I mean? Because yeah, because I'm, I'm, I, I was, I got them when they was young. So now when they getting mm-hmm. old, that level of respect, you know what I mean? Like that level of fear, not fear where you know they're mm-hmm. they're scared. They like when Dad. Um, like ever said earlier, when, when the husband come home and the wife trembling, not that type of fear, but that fear, right. that respect fear, you know what I mean? Like, like, like that fear of we show God, they don't, don't want to let me down. Yeah. They don't want to let me down. They want to show respect. So when I say, Hey, 
hey, um, go wash the dishes. Okay. You know what I mean? Not, mm-hmm. mom said, go wash the dishes. Oh, <laughs> Chris, all right, all right, I'll wash them. I'll wash them. <laughs> <laughs> like Kevin Hart said, you are something else. You are something else. <laughs> give, give, give me them dishes. I'll wash them. I'll wash them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um every let me let me get your um your opinion on on, on the question. Um um are, are we how said a generation of men different from the OGs? Are we getting softer? Yeah, I don't I don't think we're getting I think what we miss when we I think when you miss something when you're younger, I think you kind of bring it up more when you get older. Like because of the lack of fathers Mm-hmm. I think we we want to be better fathers because we mm-hmm. we know what it felt like. Felt like exactly, right? yeah. And I think that that enforces the like, I'm not going to be like that. I remember I remember a lot of things that I do. It was always backed up with I'm not going to be like my dad. I'm not going to be like my dad. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to get sensitive because I was a type where you know getting a belt was the was like give me about getting a belt. Even my wife was like, "You getting a belt too much." You know, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> right? She's like, "You you can't you can't you you can't do that." You're yeah. Like like, like and you, especially if you mad. Every like hold on, you know you sound like <laughs> sound like Joe Jackson. Remember the Jackson Five movie <laughs> when uh, uh who's the Angela Bassett played played the mom K- Katie Kathy and so she's like, "No, Joe, stop beating them." <laughs> He's like, Michael, Marlon, Michael, <laughs> Joe, you can't beat him no more, Joe. <laughs> get him on that kitchen oh, table. Man. <laughs> That's what you sound like. You're like, all right, you, you, you get the belt too much. <laughs> no, I, was, I, I had to tell you that. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that's real. You, you can't, that, that can't be your first answer. I, I, yeah. So I'm because I was raised, yeah. I'm going to say it, because I was raised, that was like the only thing I knew, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And after I, after I grew up, I had to learn how to like, all right, you know, you can't just do that, man. You got to have these talks. Yeah. You got to sit down, stuff see, like that, whatever. See what they you got to be more creative. Mind, That's like, the, yeah. Yeah. And you got to be more creative. So I, I don't, so as far as men being sensitive. <laughs> so. It's hard, bro. It's, that's a, that's okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say it like this. I don't care. Hold on. I'm about to say it like this. Listen. Go ahead. Say it. I don't think, I think we're more wise to do certain things, but because of the lack of the father, I think there's certain things we ain't get. Mm. There's some things I learned in my twenties that I should have learned when I was 13. Right. Right. As a man. So I think, you know, There are some things I think we do that we shouldn't do. Like I say, like you know, we all do it. But you know, mm-hmm. as far as how much you complain, mm-hmm. like as a as a man, if you complain at a certain level, yeah. you can make a complaint, right? But right. it's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't, you know what I'm saying? What I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, I got you. I got you. It was it's certain mm-hmm. things I think. We should be able to handle more if daddy was there. Yeah. Right. So 
I don't think we're sensitive. I just think we're just showing some time of some certain missing, missing pieces. Yeah. Overall, I think we became wiser to do things different. Right. Cause right. we had these conversations and I think we we're actually bringing up a greater generation than before. Cause mm-hmm. of, cause of time we spent with them. We didn't mm-hmm. get those times. Like, you know what I'm saying? Say that even the father, even the father that was in the home back then, the, yeah. he didn't really spend real time with his son. He mm-hmm. worked all the time, just after whatever, like you said earlier. Yeah, came so, home, got the big piece of chicken, went to sleep. Yeah, that was it. Don't get on my nerve. <laughs> yeah. Leave your father alone. He's watching yeah. the television box. <laughs> even my father figures that I had. I had father yeah. figures, but even them, I couldn't spend that much time with. It was like a, it was like a quick conversation. Mm-hmm. So I believe that affected us a lot. Yeah. So, but um, overall, I think we're we're wiser. I think we became wiser how we do things. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I definitely, um, I agree with both of you and I, I really agree with, you know, the wiser because, um, I, I think we mentioned earlier about, um, um, not for us not having a father in our life. We, we didn't want to be like that. We wanted to be in our yeah. kids mm-hmm. life. Um, so we're, we're, um, using all the tools that we can to, um, to be creative, to stay active in our kids life. Um, we're definitely more active. Um, we're more involved. Um, you know, cause dads, dads will always be the fun parent. Um, <laughs> you know, sorry, mom, right. sorry, ladies, but dad, dads will always be the fun parent because, um, there's, there's always still a kid in dad. <laughs> um, just last week, I think if y'all see my, my, um, Instagram post or Facebook or something, I was playing Nerf guns in the house with my kids. Like that was like the best time for them. Where was mom? Um, in the room <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> not, 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 not saying it's a bad thing. That's just not her thing. That's dad thing. You know, I enjoy it. You know what I mean? Um, but, um, you know, being involved in our kids life, knowing how I feel not to have a, a father, um, yeah. uh, that's in the house daily. And sometimes I, I catch myself and I just look at my kids, you know, um, cause in, in my house, we all have to eat at the table together. Like that's, that's a thing. So I know a lot of people think, uh, when Thanksgiving come around special, oh, the family get around the table. Like that's every day for us. Every day, whether we order takeout or home cooked meals, um, well, we, we do a lot of more home cooked meals, um, than takeout. Um, you know, gather around, let's talk. How was your day? What's going on? Any questions? You know what I mean? Things like that. Um, just to, to learn your kids, man. Just, they're actually interesting people. Like my, right. my, my son to this day talks to me about Fortnite. I don't know what Fortnite. <laughs> I don't know how it works, but nope. you will never know the way I talk to him. Oh, word. Yeah, dad. And then, you know, I had to build this and, and you know, and then the steps and all in the turret that I'm like, oh man, that, that that's crazy, man. That's that's right. What, you know, right. my other son in the Minecraft, I don't know what it is, but I act like I do. Um right. but then when it comes to, to to doing things for them, I know that's I know what their interests are without actually talking to them. You know, because mm-hmm. I watch them or they talk mm-hmm. to me, so I listen. Um I think, you know, like y'all said, we not we didn't come uh Softer, we become wiser because we become better. We become better listeners, um, just, right? Just better, better people. Um, and I, I really think um, 
more men today are becoming better nurturers. That's why going back to mm -hmm. the last question, I think even though women, you know, we laughed and joked and stuff, but I, um, you know, women are, are naturally nurturers, but I think more men are becoming more nurturers. And, and, and to that point is because we've been raised by single women. And I, I, yeah. I feel like that's a big factor of why more men are becoming more nurtured, more understanding. Um, you know, we still got that man mentality though. We don't quite have it to the women where we're becoming feminine. Um, right. but it's, it's making us better people, better fathers, better husbands. Um, you know, uh, cause we're, 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 we're we want to understand. We want to know. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. the, the men of, uh, the OGs of yesteryear, you know, it was, oh, I want to hear about that stuff. Oh, I'm, here, here go to check, pay the bills, uh, buy some food, cook me dinner. I don't want to hear about your day. I don't want to, I don't want to know nothing, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it's now, you know, we're actually not necessarily talking about our feelings, but I think the listening part is, is the most important. Um, you know, um, you know, just being a, an observer. You know what I mean? I think that's that's a a big key to 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 why uh, this generation of men of uh, are different from you know the OGs. Um, before I go to the uh, I'm gonna go to one more question, but before I go, I got a quick commercial break. Um, this uh, commercial is brought to you, brought to you by Ashley Buttercup. Uh, she is a painter. Uh, she has a series of visible history paintings of unsung black heroes such as Shirley Chisholm, um, Odetta, Garrett Morgan, and more. Uh, to see some of her work and purchase a painting, visit AshleyButtercup.com. Um, Ashley, Ashley Buttercup will be my guest, uh, next week for the, uh, Black History Month, my first guest. Um, she's an awesome painter. Um, me and her had actually, um, my, uh, Clark's custom apparel and her painting. Um, we have a collaboration with the visible history. She paints it and I put it on apparel, like t-shirts and hoodies and stuff. Um, so y'all can go to her website, ashleybuttercup.com and, um, check it out, man. And, uh, you know, she also has paintings for sale. We got a couple in our house. Uh, she's a dope artist out of New York. All right. Um, so I go to one more question. Um, ever, you, you, you almost hit on this question. Um, so, um, I just say the question, what can we do to better ourselves as men and be, and better the next generation of men? Every, every, since you uh, talked about question. it, we'll, we'll go with you. <laughs> so the thing that we could do is better as men. It's like an iron sharpens iron type of deal. Mm -hmm. I think we need to connect more with one another because we need to, we need to, we relate a lot when we come together and talk. Mm -hmm. I think we could we could talk about some things that were actually you're able to confess, you're able to get help, advice, insight. So I think as men, we can get better based upon us connecting more and being honest, mm -hmm. like and not just coming together saying, "Oh, that was fun," yeah. or going out hunting yeah. or paintballing or whatever. I think the conversation and then you not being ashamed of open up like. How you feel this tangle. Well, this isn't the part when it's not sensitive. <laughs> yeah. This is simply you opening up and being honest on how you feel. Right. Like, right. dude, this is what I'm going through. So right. I think what number one, connecting with one another. Like, you know, even this right here. Yeah. Attitude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Here from Definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So I think that's a um uh a, a big key. 
and for the for the next for next generation. It's like they're watching. They're always mm-hmm. watching. And I know we could say spend time, but you said something crucial is when you talk about how you talk about talking to your son and you was like, I don't know what he's talking about, but I acted like not saying you acted like it, like you was actually yeah. <laughs> giving him that 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 you know that you're interested. Yeah, that assumption. And I think that right there. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think get interested in in the not trying to change them into who you think they should be in the sense of where you think right. they should go, right? But like still in principle, but but getting interested in their life, mm-hmm. like not just being there, but when they talk, actually show, show that yo I'm here, I'm listening, right? Right. I think that right. I think that's a that's one, another major key. Good, Blair. Um, <clears throat> what um. What can we do to better ourselves as men and better the next generation of men? Uh, yeah, ever said it again. Hit the nail on the head. I mean, just choosing circles wisely. You know what I mean? In order for you to be better as a man, you got to be surrounded by great men. That's mm-hmm. actually doing what you want to do or aiming for where they're trying to go or basically just trying to better themselves. You want to surround yourself with people that are trying to move forward, not somebody that's staying stagnant. Right. Uh, that's that's one. That's how we better our lives. But the next generation, we got to kind of get them understanding that we're always going to be P.T. King, but getting them to also understand that life can also be great if you work at it. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to take working every day. I mean, teaching them the things that we stumbled upon and that we messed up along the way. You know what I mean? Like credit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. How do you manage and keep and keep and uh, uh, maintain good credit? Right. Um, you know, uh, certain life choices. How to kind of teach them how to people. Just basically kind of educate ourselves, but then also educate them so they understand exactly what it is. And at the end of the day, we got to allow them to make this. We got to allow them to make decisions on their own. And sometimes, and I hate to say this, but sometimes you got to let them fall. Mm-hmm. You got to let them fall because you have to be there for them to be able to pick them up and give them the understanding on why they fell. Right. You know what right. I mean? Because we're not perfect. We will never be perfect, but I believe that, like you, like uh, like ever said, that you do with your children. If we stay in their lives, we participate and we have those conversations and we understand our children. It's going to make it a lot easier for them because they'll make the right decisions, mm-hmm. and if they don't, they'll be able to understand what happened in the decision that they made because we'll be able to have the conversation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's literally how I believe that we'll grow as men ourselves and better than that generation. Nice, nice. Yeah, I definitely um I agree with, with, with both of you. Um you know, we we I, I um I was on um J T Burks, he has a show. Um yeah. and um I was on a guest on the show and he, he uh asked me a similar question. Um and um what I said was, you know, we have to be 
in order to better the next generation of men, we have to be present. Um, we have to be examples. Um, we, we, we have, um, a tendency of always, um, saying, well, you know, like the saying goes, don't, don't do what I, don't do what I do, do what I say do. Um, and I'm like that, that don't fly with this generation. Um, you know, because we're telling them to do something that we're doing. I said, so we have to be examples. We have to, um, you know, we have to better ourselves. We have to, 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 to live right, treat our women right. Um, you know, be, be present for our children, um, be better, uh, men in society. And, um, the kids can see that they'll watch that. Like I said, my son watches my every move. Um, a lot of times I don't say nothing to him. He just watch me, you know what I mean? Or oh, this what dad do or this what dad do or this, how dad fixed it. So I'm going to do it this way. You know what I mean? So they're watching. So we have to watch what we do and what we say. Um, so we lead by examples. I think that we can have, we can, um, better our next generation. Um, and, and, and we also have to give them another, another way to go. Um, a lot of them are in these streets because that's the only thing they know. Um, so if we tell them there's better things out there in the street, we have to tell them what the better things are. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, you know, I, I'm in the entertainment business. I'm a comedian, you know, I'm an actor. Um, everybody don't have to be a, a drug dealer. You don't have to be a rapper. You don't have to be a, 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 a ball player. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't have to be a, a, a correction officer. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know that's a big thing around, around my area. You know, uh, men, you know, they want to be a correction officer or a truck driver, which there's nothing wrong with that. Believe me, there's nothing wrong with that, but you don't have to do it. Like nowadays you can, you can make an honest living pretty much doing anything. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I started during the pandemic. I started a, a custom apparel thing. I'm making good money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Obviously comedy went down because, you know, a lot of places were closed. So God still provide by giving me another idea and allowing me to be good at it and be consistent at it. Um, you know, where I'm still able to, to provide and take care of my family. And instead of me parading it all across the street, uh, all up and down the street, you know, I'm, I'm showing example. Oh, Chris, man, he, 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 his comedy went down, but he, he, he started something else. He started another business. He his own boss. He make his own hours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He, he, he found another way. That's what I want to do. Not necessarily being a, a comedian or, uh, uh, what you, uh, um, I might, you know, I might want to start my own podcast. <laughs> you know, you can make money, you can make money at, at podcasting. You know, there's, there's always money, you know, um, everybody video ain't going to be viral. You know what I mean? Which you can make money at making little videos. Uh, there's plenty of kids making millions of dollars by, um, just uh, talking about items. Like companies are paying them just to talk about their items because they have a lot right. of followers. Um, so there's different ways to, to do that. And we have to show our youth, especially our, our young black men or men of mm-hmm. color that, um, you don't, you don't have to be a statistic. You know, there's, there's other ways, even though our backs against the wall, there's other ways and other things that we can do to make an honest living, um, to, to take care of ourselves and take care our family. Um, I know, I know I said that was our last question, but this question, I really want to end with this. Um, Everett, we'll start with you. It's just, um, 
what is the best advice you receive uh, from another man about manhood and what in with oh, that? Uh, the best advice <laughs> I received about manhood, about being a man. Strap it up. This <laughs> 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 This was, uh, you know, it was, um, um, oh my God, Tyrone. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Felicia Osmond. Yeah. So one day he, 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 he said, let me, let me pull you to the side. And I was younger. I was, mm-hmm. I was younger. And he said, man, look, you have to, you have to organize, you have to bring order to your household. And he said, um, it's like, don't be afraid to look like the bad guy. Mm. Cause I always wanted, I didn't want my, I didn't want my kids to not like me and I, and stuff like that, whatever. I wanted to make sure everybody was good and things like that. So passive was a part of my character at one point. Yeah. And one thing he said, you're not the bad guy, but you, but you, you, you can't be afraid to look like the bad guy. You have to know that the decision you're making right now, they're going to thank you later. Mm-hmm. You have to look, you have to look past what you see today, that what you're doing today, mm-hmm. they're going to, they're going to see it later. That was one of the biggest advice because I saw the stress that was on my wife at that point. I saw the, uh, it, it sounds like things are fun at one point, but the chaos that was there that I, that I was used to was going to affect my kids in a way where the world will run right over. Wow. So it was like, you love you love your kids. Right. So imagine you putting order on them and you love them. Mm-hmm. When that, when that, when they go into the world and that world try to check them and they don't love them, mm-hmm. that's a whole nother thing. Oh, they yeah. don't care what happened to them. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand that you coming from a love and you have to bring order, mm-hmm. bring an order to my house and from Tyrone and, um, was the was the was one of the best advice? Wow, I got. Wow, that's good. That's good, Blair. Um, that's real good. So, <laughs> uh, best advice you got wow. from another man about manhood? Uh, I'm gonna be a whole hundred percent honest, man. I've gotten a lot of advice, and it wasn't like, but it wasn't like manhood advice. Um, because my father, my father passed away when I was in eighth grade. So I was about like 12 going on 13. Uh, so, uh, and the good portion of what my father was living, he was going through cause he had had a stroke and he had lost his hearing. So a good portion of my childhood, I had a father who had no hearing, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I had to kind of find a way to communicate with him. So. I wouldn't necessarily say I toned a lot of other men out, but it's just that the father figures that I took, basically the main one was my grandfather. But my grandfather basically 
always used to talk to me about managing my finances. You know, basically stating that, like, you can't do something. You want to do this, you want to do that. But if you don't have any in your pocket, you're not going to be able to do it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. um, financially, he's what kind of helped me learn how to take care of my family. And I guess what I'll go with, uh, one of the things he always used to tell me is that zero can't be broke. Mm. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you walk around and you're broke as zero, you will never have money. So I had to, as a kid and growing up, I had to kind of start setting my bar. Like, you know, got to the point where, all right, when I got down to $25, I was broke. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And as I got older, all right, now $50. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my broke. If I got $50 in my pocket, yeah, I'm broke. I can't do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I ain't <laughs> got it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so now I'm starting to, as, as like I said, being where I'm at as a husband and in the situation that I'm in currently right now, where being the major breadwinner of the family, I look at like anywhere from like 150 to $200 is my broke. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because now I got to start making like, all right, what if we got to take the kids to like urgent care? That's a copay. Right. What if we got to do this? What if we got to do that? So I started doing things in a different way and I'm just trying not to let zero be my broke. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. It, worst case scenario, something happens. Okay. If it happens, it happens. But the mentality now is to never let it get below a certain point. Mm-hmm. You know, so, uh, that's the, the best advice that I could think of. You know what I mean? That I received. I mean, because I've had a man try to instill things into my life, you know, about women and treating them right and all that stuff. But that, I mean, that was like one of the things that just resonated with me. It's like, yo, don't let zero be your broke. Because if you need to take care of your family, you got to have money to do it. Right. So, that's, yeah, that's I, what I, 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 um, I definitely agree with that. Because um, <laughs> I have, I get a, um, I said with my bank, I, I set a mark where if it goes below this certain limit, I get an alert on my phone. So mm-hmm. I know, all right, Chris, you need to make some moves. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you need to push on weight. You know what I mean? Like, nah, I'm just like, right. <laughs> <Nah>, um, <laughs> um, the best advice I got wasn't actually words. It was action. Um, looking at my, my uncle, um, probably my, well, yeah, not probably my favorite uncle. Um, you know, him, Will, Willie Holden. Um, just watching him, um, grow up because he was like my main father figure, you know, besides my older brother, um, just to watch the way he, uh, took care of my aunt, the way he interacted with my cousins, the way he treated me like a son. Um, and I was, you know, I wasn't, obviously I wasn't his son, but, um, if you didn't know our situation and I was with them, you would have never known that I wasn't his kid by the way he treated me. Um, mm. the way he got up every morning, went to work, the way he, you know, uh, made sure his family, uh, was taken care of, the way he was at his, uh, every, uh, sports event that his kids had, um, whatever his kids was into, he was there, whether if he was into it or not, he was there, um, always with my aunt, like you, they're like in Everett, no, they're like inseparable. When you see one, you see the other, right. um, you know, just watching him and I kind of, uh, imitated that, 
um, when I became a man, you know, taking bits and pieces of what he did and, and some of the other male, uh, figures in my life, um, um, but mainly him, just how, you know, he, he's not a, um, an affectionate man, <laughs> um, where he's, uh, touchy lovey and all that. Um, but he, he shows his love through action. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 you know, am like that to a certain extent. Um, so yeah, just, just, um, watching him. And I think that's, um, uh, why I am the way I am today where, I'm more of um I'm gonna show you rather than tell you type of person. Um mm-hmm. and and everything that I do. Um and I, I got that from him. So that mm-hmm. was um yeah, the best advice I got was uh action and not words. Mm-hmm. So um yeah. Um Man, that's our show, man. I, I appreciate you guys, man, being on the show, <laughs> man. Uh I appreciate yeah. you having us. Yeah, yeah so um me, man. Yeah, definitely, man. We, we had a good time. We laughed. We got some good information. Um, some good, uh, resolutions. Um, so, so, uh, before we get out of here, just tell the people, uh, Blair, we'll start with you. Uh, what's next for Blair and let the people know, um, you know, where, where they can find you, um, to stay connected with you. Okay. Uh, so what's next for me, man? Um, I'm doing a lot of, well, I'm trying to get into a lot of stuff. I'm in the process of uh, trying to write a screenplay for my yeah. brother over there. Yes, sir. You know what I'm oh, we ain't trying. We doing it. We doing it, brother. We, we ain't know, trying. We, 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 <laughs> we, we got, we, we working on this screenplay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Acting-wise, uh, I hope to get into a lot more stuff, a lot more scene work. I know me and Chris have been talking about this for a long time now, so hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, once this pandemic and everything dies down and get a little bit more comfortable uh we definitely want to connect a lot more um <clears throat> i'm hoping to do more plays uh musically nice. uh musically i'm working with um my production company that i work with called asteroid music production so uh okay. we hope to release another single or so this year we already have two singles out uh you nice. can actually check them out on uh apple music spotify anywhere where you can download streaming music um, um, oh, by the way, the, the, the two songs are called Straight Tripping and the other one is called, um, uh, oh, On Guard. It's called okay. On Guard. You gotta, uh, on guard. you gotta send me that. I can, uh, I can definitely play, play some something on the podcast. Oh yeah, absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, in the meantime, in between time, I'm a gamer. So you can probably catch me on a game. I actually stream live on Twitch. Okay. Uh, my what, Twitch. So it's, uh, with w- you Xbox, Twitch. PlayStation? Uh, Xbox. Oh, man. You might got to see me in Madden now, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, yo, ain't yo, nobody yo. beat me yet now. Just, uh, yo, yo, and, I, and I don't play for free. Let me break it down for you. Okay. Listen, there was a summer that I didn't work and I ain't had to as a Madden and 2K. I'm going just, to just leave that there. Well, you, you ain't running the big sexy, so, you know, I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk. Uh, <laughs> we're, 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 so uh, let, let, let the people know your social media handles so they can uh, yeah, yeah, so my social connect media with handles, you. Um, uh, on Facebook, uh, you know, facebook.com forward slash that dude bliss. So that's T H A T D U D 
D-U-D-E-B-L-I-Z-Z. So that's Dude Bliz. Literally how it's spelled. Uh, Instagram, you can find me on the name handle, that Dude Bliz. Uh, Twitter, you can find me at Blizzy2120, B-L-I-Z-Z-Y, 2120, uh, If you ever want to check me out on Twitch, I'm at twitch.tv forward slash uh, twitch.tv forward slash it's GMB. I run with a squad called Grown Man Business. So GMB underscore that dude bliss. Literally just like that. Okay. Um, nice. So nice. That's it. That's me. All right. <clears throat> Everett, how, what's next for you? And uh, how can the people uh, find you to stay connected? Next for me is a few weeks. I got, a, I got my book coming out. Oh. Um, yeah. Finally done. Thanks, yes, Bill, all that good stuff. Um, it's about sex. It's about sex. Oh, you know I'm buying it. <laughs> right. And honestly, <laughs> we, 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 we helping out the married people with this one. Oh, so okay. That's, that's coming. And it's, it's scriptures and everything like that. Whatever. Um, um, I got an online course that's going to be coming out, um, to help people to actually build themselves up in that, in that aspect. Mm-hmm. And, I'm getting back into finally getting back to my music. So I'm, nice. I'm working on a single. Oh, you're you rapping again? Up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. Hey, hey, you gonna, you gonna go back to his servant? It's, nah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 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 Nah. Nah. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, nah. Nah. <laughs> me at uh what I do like I do morning motivations and late night self evaluations. Like mm-hmm. I'm in a little IG right. and on Facebook. So on, on IG you can find me at Puzzle to Peace. That's the number two. Puzzle to Peace. But the peace is P E A C E. Okay. Alright. And you can find me on Facebook page um Peace to the Puzzle. Once again the piece is P E A C E to the puzzle. Not the number two, but the actual word, T-O, to the puzzle. Okay. And Twitter, peace to the puzzle again, or P2P, P, the number two, letter P, on Twitter. So that's where you can find me at. Nice. Nice. All right. All right. Y'all got their social media handles. Y'all stay connected with uh, my brother Blair and my brother Everett. And um, y'all know y'all can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Chris Clark Comedy. Uh, Twitter, Snapchat, and, uh, Clubhouse at Comic Chris Clark. And my Facebook page, um, ChrisClarkComedy.com. Be sure to sign up for the newsletter and, uh, stay connected with me. Um, man, it was an awesome show, man. Again, I, yeah. I appreciate, uh, Blair and Everett being on the show. And, uh, thank you guys for listening. Y'all stay safe and remember, God is love. All right. Peace. Peace.